I knew it was literally an answer to prayer that I could help individuals who had all these rights and they didn't know how to access them and how to basically help them, you know, recover some of their life changing, you know, challenges that were happening to them. And so it was really, I got so excited about it. I actually watched a whole year of Wednesday night chat videos before we opened up. Better than ever. Welcome to Wednesday Night Chats with Chris and Jeannie. Now, technically, it's called Wednesday Night OWCP Chats, but we haven't said those words in like two weeks, I so know. she forgot the letters. So you guys know we had a little strategic planning with our entire team. In it Park was... City, Utah. If you were jealous, it's only because Park City, Utah is like heaven. So, and uh, we have some, you know, awesome things coming 2024 as a team as a franchise, as individuals. So we're really excited to make them big improvements. Make, yeah. Big so. improvements. And, you know, I think we probably do it better than everybody else already because we care and nobody else even is trying. So it's kind of like when you don't have a competition, you're going to win. But, um, you know, we're, we're still aware that we can do things better. And yeah. So we spent uh, of all of our time there, we had 10 hours of meeting time. So 10 hours of us putting all of our staff in a room together and we all kicked each other's butt for 10 hours. It wasn't me kicking their butt. It was, it was like a it was battle awesome, royale though. of butt kicking. And that's what we did. Yeah. It was, it was great. So you're going to see some, some things coming, um, you know, in the coming year. Hey everybody. Okay. So tonight, two things tonight, we're going to do Q and a, you ask, we answer. And, and you guys saw, I said, let's stump the chump, Chris. I don't know who the chump is because I don't get stumped. It's Chump Chris. And then we have a special guest who has, I think, most of the clinics. <laughs> so, Tim Vanderman. Tim it, Vanderman. There's no R in there. Tim Vanderman. Did uh, I say Vander? You did. <laughs> he probably gets that all the time. <laughs> I like I get Holmes all the time. Hello, hello, everybody. So What's up, Holmes? We're going to bring on uh, <laughs> Tim first. So uh, Tim is a uh, franchisee that has offices, seven offices throughout D.C., Maryland and Virginia. Awesome. And I've heard that we have federal employees in DC, Maryland, and Virginia. I think so. I think there's a little bit there. And so I want to bring Tim on tonight and um, have you get to know him because Tim's here every week. Yeah. He's always answering questions and participating in Wednesday night chats every week, Wednesday night OWCP chats with Chris and Jeannie. And because um, I, I left out the OWCP <laughs> also. And, um, and so I said, hey, we want to bring on Tim so you get to know who Tim is because he's always here. Yes. Um, and he accounts for more than he accounts for, I think, 15 percent of total federal injury center offices. Um, so he's kind of a big deal like Ron Burgundy. So uh, <laughs> let's bring on Tim Vandeman. Everybody give him some hearts. Welcome, Tim. What's up, Tim? Woohoo! I'm on with Chris and Jimmy. <laughs> so cute. Hey, that's that's not a Ron Burgundy smoking jacket he's got on. That's just red. Nor is it a Hugh Hefner jacket. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, is it a U Hefner jacket? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. Oh yeah. So, uh, Tim, thanks for being on. I yes. really appreciate having you here. It's awesome having you in the franchise. I'm not just saying that for the audience, but it's awesome having you in the franchise. Yes, it is. It really is. He kills it. Everybody totally kills it. So, um, hey, Tim, tell everybody what made you decide to join this franchise. I think your your story is the most interesting. I think. Maybe yours and like Dr. Harper's, you know, but yeah. Tell everybody how this happened. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so I, um, I, um, I live in the DC area. You could throw a rock and hit a federal employee. Um, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no, well, then they'll have to file a work comp. <laughs> but seriously, as I drive around town, it goes from the you know, USDA to the FDA. Yeah. NASA, NASA, between post oh. between so there's literally federal installations everywhere. And um, yeah. and uh, I happened to I happened having to a conversation with one of my buddies from high school, from high school, 
You guys might know his name is Tom. Know his name is Tom. I think we know him. So, so my, my business partner, Tom, went to high school with Tim. That's how we know Tim. Awesome. Yeah. We graduated together. And um, I, have, I have a background of implementing different services in doctor's offices. So when he told me what, he was, what his vision was, what the goal was, what the goal was, I understood what a challenge can be tackling in doctor's offices. And I knew that I could definitely help and help more federal employees if I'm involved. I'm involved. Yep. Hey, Tim, hang on a second. Wait. Somebody said we're echoing, and I know how to solve the problem. Yeah. We don't hear Tim anymore. Yeah, I hear the echo. Now we do. Can you hear it now? Hang on. Get your hand on. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Hold on a second. I'm going to fix it. Everyone, thanks for your patience. I'm not techie. So this is what you get from Chris. Audio output. Well, if those of you can hear me, don't forget right. to share, share, and share. Especially share that Tim is on because he's at the end. He's going to list all his locations that he has. So you guys pay attention. Tim, you still hear us? I can still hear you. You sound great. All right. We're good to go. Okay. The echo should be gone. Awesome. awesome. So sorry about the interruption. Go ahead, Tim. So basically, the reality, the backstory actually to that was, is I was in um, a genetic testing career and I was helping patients directly, like help them like identify cancers, genetic cancers. And I loved talking to patients about their personal lives, but I didn't like the ethics of the company I was working for. And so when I talked to Tom and I learned what the mission was with federal injury centers. I knew it was literally an answer to prayer that I could help individuals who had all these rights and they didn't know how to access them and how to basically help them, you know, recover some of their life changing, you know, challenges that were happening to them. And so it was really, I got so excited about it. I actually watched a whole year of Wednesday night chat videos before we opened up. <laughs> How about that? So you were an expert before you even started. Yeah, man. I loved it. I love your passion and your your passion to helping people, whether they're near federal injury centers or not. You know, we're always going to be there to help every federal employee that we can. So that's a perfect segue um, because everybody that knows Chris Helms knows there's one thing that matters most to me. The one thing I love the most, Tim, what is the one thing I love the most? Helping people get approved. Approved claims. That's exactly right. Accepted claims is the thing I just, I'm passionate. I'm, I'm obsessed with accepted claims. Um, with that said, you've been with federal injury centers just over two years, a little more than two years. And you have how many accepted claims already? We have 287 accepted claims. 287 in just over two years. That's insane. Yeah. That's like, that is, um, that's a record. You're on pace to be the number one approved claims franchisee in federal injury centers. Now, that means that you're going to have to surpass Dr. Harper, that's over 650. <laughs> but you're on a pace of greater than 100 per year, like almost 150 a year. Almost, right? Like 140 a year. That's an insane number. And it's so super good that I had to have you say that. And by the way, everybody, I didn't know what his number was until he just said it. Um, we did talk a little bit uh, before we came on, but I said, don't tell me. I want to be surprised, right? And um, for all of you out there, getting 140, 150 claims approved per year is huge because nationwide, 14% of you have accepted claims. But Tim, you also know your claims acceptance rate. What percentage of your total cases so far are approved? Uh, last time I checked, 93%. Is 93 wow. bigger than 14? I think so. That's awesome, Tim. That's huge. 93%. So, you know, that's a big deal because if you're here and like you're the your first time watching Wednesday Night Chats, you're going, you know, what are these guys talking about? What are they, what are they doing here? Well, what we're doing here is getting claims accepted at a pace that's never been seen before. This has never been done. I mean, I just said it. 14% of federal employees have accepted claims. This has never been done. And Tim, you're doing it at a level that I've never seen before. And I thought I've seen it all. 
He so, saved good job. how many? 200 and how many? 87. 87 lives, guys. He saved so many people 287. from going into financial disaster, becoming homeless, everything. Congrats, Tim. Yeah. And thank you. That's awesome. Yes. I'd like to just make a comment that when I talk to new patients about the difference between us and anyone else, one of the biggest differences, we have a case manager that actually knows the OWCP laws trained by a team right. from Chris and Jeannie. And I couldn't have done that without our case management team. Like we have an incredible case management team. And without them, we wouldn't be at 187. Yep. So 287. 287. Carry the one. Carry the one. Carry the one. <laughs> 287. Well, okay. So that's actually right. Yeah. That's actually right. You know, one of the things that sets federal interest centers aside, apart from everyone else, and, and for those of you, again, that are new to Wednesday Night Chats, we don't typically come on here and sell federal interest centers. This isn't a sales platform. It's not about that. But we have Tim on, and we're doing something that's never been done before, and you should hear about it. Um, and one of the things we do differently is all of our offices have what we call a case manager. And Tim, you used to be the case manager for your offices, right? That's how you learned how to do this so well. You didn't just watch a year of Wednesday Night Chats and hearing my big mouth talk. You actually did the work yourself before you brought in new case managers because you got so busy and had so many people that you could help. And so that's what we do differently. We have a, a person that works alongside the doctor that is an expert the way Tim and I are experts, right? And we, we require every federal injury center's location to have that expert so, um, because, you know, you have seven offices right now and counting. They can't all call you. They have to know everything. You couldn't just call me every time because I'm doing other things too. So we had to have people that are experts at this. And that's what Federal Interest Centers does differently. We are fanatical about training, especially our case managers. And it's incredible because yours have gotten 287 claims approved. Awesome. Yes. Congrats, Tim. That's awesome. So um, the next thing I want to talk about, because <clears throat> people come here to learn. Again, if you're new here, you're here to learn about OWCP. And because, you know, Tim's in a unique spot, it's not just Tim that you're in the D.C. area, but you've had an opportunity to get 93 percent of claims approved, which means 287. You've had well over 300 people that you've been able to help so far. And inevitably, if you have over 300 people, you're hearing complaints and you probably if I ask you to tell me the top three things that you hear most often, like that people are just dealing with their struggles or what they suffer with. What are you hearing that people are suffering with that we're able to solve? The number one issue that I hear is that when people get injured, they don't have someone to tell them what to do. Or even worse, their supervisor tells them the wrong thing to do. And they don't yes. have anyone. Stupid advisor. Stupid the advisor. Stupid advisor, right. <laughs> stupid advisor, right. And a lot of patients, you know, our patients are really good at sharing what we're doing. And, and a lot of people come because they heard from our patients. But we still get calls every day of patients that are lost and they just don't know what to do. And we end up, talk, you know, maybe they learn about us three or six months later. And they call us and literally are now in tears when they learn. I just had a patient today tell me, I wish I knew about you six months ago, you know? And so all that the time every too. day. Yeah. It's, it, that's the biggest thing. It's hard to swallow when, you know, literally even a postmaster, one of our patients is a postmaster for USPS. And she was told she had to exhaust all of her leave before she could file a claim. Well, of course, it got denied because her doctor didn't know what to do. And then she yeah. almost lost her mortgage because of her needing to file, you know, because it, she was getting no pay. We saved her and we didn't, we made sure she didn't lose her house. So we're, we're happy that she didn't lose her house. Yeah. You know, um, it reminds me of our friend, Rich Ray. He's a, he's a NELC president, I think actually NBA, but I got to talk to Rich again, but he's in New York. And uh, the first time I ever talked to him, he said, Chris, I'm tired of seeing my carriers go homeless. That was unprompted. I didn't know he was going to say that, but it stuck with me. I've never forgotten. And so what you did is made sure somebody didn't go homeless today. So thank you for doing that. It's freaking great. You know, and that's a thing. Like we get claims accepted at such a drastic rate. Like it's incredible. 93%. That's unheard of. I always say, you know, we push 100, but your other 7% are in process. They're undenied. We're just working them. <laughs> 
right? And that's mm -hmm. how it goes. Because sometimes, okay, that's not true. We get denials. We just don't give up, right? Okay, denied. Now we fix it. We read the denial letter and we find out why. But um, yeah, you know, you're able to you're able to save somebody from being homeless. Uh, it, it reminds me today I was uh, texting with uh, Dr. Dorfman. He's here in Melbourne, Florida, and he just got a claim accepted that was eight years denied. Yep. I don't know what the number eight is, but this is like the fifth person that I know of that we've been involved with that's claim has been denied for eight or more years. But that just goes to show we don't give up. And the stuff that this poor guy had to do um, just to make money and make ends meet, it was heartbreaking to read that part. Yeah. I'll tell, I'll share another, so you, I'll share another thing yeah, that I'm please. passionate about. I'm really passionate about helping educate people like employees on their rights, because as you know, I've learned over the two years, a little over two years, that so many people are working their body to the, you know, grinding their body down, Ground, doing yeah. this, this tough work, and they don't know that they have these rights. So people retire with that, with never claiming their injuries and losing all their rights. And so yeah. CA2s is a passion of mine, occupational disease claims. Because yep. if, you, if you wear your knees out being a postal worker, you deserve the compensation. Man, that is so true. You know, the the take the city carrier for example. Their job description says they work eight to ten, walk eight to ten miles a day, right? So let's just call it ten because easy math. And then when I'm in front of these folks and I'm talking, you know, doing doing my trainings that I do, and you do some too as well. Um, but Tim does live trainings as well. If you're in the Washington D.C., Virginia, Maryland area, and you want someone out to come in, to come out and train, Tim's your guy. Like you're the one person in the entire franchise that I'd say you go. I don't have to because you got this. So you guys are up there really lucky to have Tim uh, because he's really become a student of OWCP. Um, what the hell was I saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so when I'm in front of people training, like 100, 200 people, uh, carriers, I'll say, uh, who here's been at their job for more than 20 years? And nearly the entire room raises their hand. So if you've been walking 10 miles a day, Five days a week minimum plus overtime for 20 years. I'm not doing the math on that, but I'm guessing that's tens of thousands of miles of wear and tear, right? And so there's a lot of CA2 knee and hip injuries that go unreported because most people don't know, getting back to, you know, not knowing what to do, what you were saying earlier. Most people don't know that they have a CA2 claim that they have every right to get help for. So they're bone on bone in their knees because the cartilage is all tore up, just like my knees, by the way. Um, you know, and they're thinking about knee replacements. But there's actual treatment that OWCP will approve for osteoarthritis of the knee that happens after 20 years of walking 10 miles a day. Yep. And so there's a treatment that it may not 100% prevent a knee replacement, but it'll certainly prolong a knee replacement. It'll give you more years of tread life on your knees, you know. And most people don't know that this is even available right now. There's probably carriers out there going, wait, what? My knees are killing me and I can get help for this. I didn't know. So, you know, anyways, this it's that you're out educating the way we're educating. This is good. But somehow everyone's got to start telling their friends that we're doing this because we can only help the ones that hear us. So, you know, you've got over 300 patients and 93% approved claims of your current people told one person. You'd have 600 people with approved claims. And all everybody has to do is just tell one person tomorrow that you don't have to keep suffering with that knee that's going to be covered with OWCP. You don't have to. Absolutely. So you, you do that, right? In the office, uh, you know, your offices are telling people to tell other people, right? And we do it here. But uh, this is my challenge to everybody watching Oda, uh, Wednesday Night Chats, Wednesday Night OWCP Chats with Chris and Jeannie, that uh, tell your friends, tell your friends, because, you know, Tim's in a special area because there's so many federal employees, but your 93% success rate is not that it's not great, but it's not an outlier. That's what we do. You know, this is what we do. So everywhere around the country, if we have an office, you can get that kind of help. So. um. All right. Well, uh, Tim, tell everybody where you're at and how everyone can find you. Yes. Absolutely. How many offices do you have? 
Well, he's got seven. We've established. Yeah, I know. That. We actually have we have seven in the DC Beltway, and then we have an eighth one two hours south in Richmond. But the DC. Wait, you have eight? I forgot yeah. about Richmond. Oh yeah, that's right. We have eight. Yeah. So starting on the north side, we have one in Frederick, Maryland. We just officially ribbon cutting opening, and we're ready to grow. That's our largest facility. And it's going to be our biggest one. So Rich Frederick yeah. is ready to go. Then Baltimore, Maryland. We have um, a huge patient base in Baltimore, Maryland. And then yeah. right near the airport, BWI airport, we have an office called Laurel, Laurel, Maryland. Silver Spring is in the middle of everything. Silver Spring, Maryland. And then Temple, uh, Greenbelt, Maryland. That's a new office we added. Because of the needs in uh, Greenbelt, Maryland is right next to NASA. It's right next to a bulk facility in Capitol Heights for USPS. It's, it's next to a lot of great things. Uh, Temple Hills, Maryland, that's also next to a lot of federal ins installations as well. And um, Alexandria, Virginia. But we're, we're planning to open up more offices in Northern Virginia as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're ready for you to do that. Tim, it's really great to have you on tonight. Um, you know, I know it's late for you, just like it is here, and you worked all day long, but you stuck around and hung in there for the day. So thank you. I know you are all in. Yes, he is on OWCP, and we love that. You know, I'm gonna, Tim. You didn't know I was gonna say this. <laughs> so this is this is fun for me. You know, I always look back and uh, on like the beginning of things, right? Uh, when I first met Dr. Harper, I didn't want to walk in his office. I thought it was too small, right? <laughs> yep. And I did, and thank God, because I love Dr. Harper, right? And uh, when Tim and I first met, we butted heads a little bit. <laughs> you know, we did. And what it turns out, you, what you have is when you have two type A personalities, they butt heads a little bit. But it turns out we see eye to eye on the best way to help people. Yes, he does. And I could not be more grateful that you put up with my shit and stuck around because you have really, really been a, you've been a game changer. You're changing lives up there, and I'm super happy to have you. And I want to, I want to say it's, it's been, you know, it's been your passion, all the videos I've watched that inspired me to know about the problem, number one, and not just know that there's a problem, but there's someone with a solution. And that inspired me because I know we truly can help. And it, it, it's proof two years in, yeah. we helped 300 plus people. I don't remember exactly how many patients we have. But um, it's it's really a joy every day to wake up and and help a team of people change people's lives. I mean, the stories are countless. We could just be here all night telling all the stories. But uh, you That's guys right. really are the, the leader, and we really appreciate your passion. Well, it's uh, it's all day, you know. It's it's what we love to do, and uh, we love having you. Thank you, so much. Man, Thank you so much. So everyone, give give Tim a bunch of hearts. If you're on Facebook, if you're on the other platforms, I'm not sure what the hearts are, but do whatever the equivalent of heart is. And if, you're if at, people want to find loves. us, they can go on the website, federalinjurycenters.com. Awesome. And, and just real quick, Tim, you have your own website too. Uh, give everybody that URL. Yeah, owcpwashington.com. owcpwashington.com. Go check out Tim. If you're in the Washington, Virginia, Maryland area, it's getting hearts. Uh, yeah, you're getting all kinds of hearts, Tim. Uh, yeah, if you're up there, what do you call that? DMV, the DMV area. Yeah. Yep. DC, Maryland, Virginia. Um, and if you go anyplace else, that's fine. You can, but you'll call us later. So just call Tim right now and get your claim accepted. Tim, thanks so much for being on tonight. Having you is a treat. You're always here. So from now on, everyone, when you see Tim Vanderman replying, that's Tim. Nice to well, meet you, everyone. Tim. Tim he Tim Hefner, Hefner. <laughs> with his red jacket. I got my bling too. I love it. <laughs> All right, Tim. Hey, we'll see Thanks, you later. Tim. Thanks for being here. Thank you, guys. Oh, bye. Well, that was Tim Vanderman, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our seven, excuse me, eight office franchisee in D.C., Maryland, Virginia. It's gotten two hundred and eighty-seven claims approved in just over two years, that is a record-breaking pace. Yes. Just 
you know, if you, if you just tell your friends that, you know, there's help up there that you don't have to have denied claims, we could double that tomorrow. Yes. All right. So, um, everybody's saying thanks to Tim. Yeah. Tim's awesome. awesome. Great job, Tim. Um, so tonight, not only did we have Tim as a special guest, um, we are doing Q and a, and we're sorry we missed out last week. As you can see, we were back at my home sweet home, Utah, with our team. If you've ever been to Park City, you'd be less sorry. <laughs> and um, it was a great strategic planning coming for 2024. So let's get these questions uh, read and answered by stumping the chump, Chris Helms. There's no chump in the building tonight. Huh. This, so start okay. at the top. So I'm going to start from where it's I can see. This is way up there. So those of you that are uh, putting questions down, just give me a minute till we get there. This one is from Dusty Matthias. Hold on. By the way, if you see me looking down, looking up, looking around, let me just explain. I've got a, I can see the screen here. I got a screen there. I got a small screen there on the camera and I got a screen up there too. So I find myself looking around. I'm supposed to look at that screen right there. Now you see me looking at the camera, um, but now I'm not. So I'll, you'll be, I'll be all over the place, but it's because I have four screens. We'll have to figure this out. All right. This question is from Dusty. My employing agency keeps sending me job offers that do not meet the most current restrictions and or CA-17. Mm-hmm. They keep saying that they are using the weight of the second opinion doctor that's seen me one month post-op after second shoulder surgery and before my back expansion was added diagnosis. What do I do, accept or refuse the offer? Okay. So the way this works is your employing agency gives you an offer, but also sends it to your claims examiner. And you can go back a few weeks and you'll see, I talked about this at length. I gave all the CFRs and all the stuff, you know, the rules and laws and regulations. But along with giving you a written copy or, you know, a written job offer, they have to send it to the claims examiner. And then the claims examiner has got to review it and notify you that they've got a suitable job offer. So if you didn't receive this from the claims examiner, then something was missing. Maybe they didn't send it to the claims examiner and you should. And if you send it to the claims examiner, you should also send in your CA-17 that goes with that because the claims examiner needs to be able to compare it. Um, Ultimately, the claims examiner will tell you whether or not they believe it's a suitable job offer. And then you give it to your doctor where you have 30 days to accept or deny. If you deny it, you've got to have a letter from your doctor explaining why it doesn't match your restrictions. And the second opinion doctors are almost always going to hose you. And um, and so that's why you got to make sure the claims examiner and the doctor on the, your doctor are on the same page. Yep. Cat Blake. Yes. The Greenville office. Wendy is on. So, OK, let's see. They answered. So what's up, Wendy? Um, on, make sure you guys stick around for some housekeeping. We didn't get to do it at the beginning because we got some stuff coming up next week and we're excited to talk about it. Um, Ephraim Beltran said, when is the San Antonio, Texas office opening? Whenever we, we find a doctor that wants to do this. So we did have one. But he wasn't a good fit. I'm going to leave it at yeah. that. Uh, Donna McNabb says, I go to the Forest Park. They've tried to get my MUA approved and it was denied, was disappointed, working on getting my hip and lower back approved as consequential injury. Yeah. Still waiting on that. It's, two, it's 240 miles round trip. I'm hoping an office opens local here soon. If you want, message me what what area you're in. If that's 240 miles, we understand that is a hike going two to three times a week. But I did see that Tiffany replied yeah, she's that replying. she's going to help with that. But yeah, I'd like to know where you're located, Donna, so we can you know put that on. I have a radar, so to speak. And where you live just made my radar. Jenny, why is... Okay, so Jenny, I just looked at the uh, federalinjurycenters.com. The website keeps popping up here. You are on the map. I took a screenshot because I'm the one that puts everybody on the map. No, Jenny's in Portland, and it's not on this map. Portland, I, Oregon is on the map. Not this map. Oh, oh. So, uh, yeah, it's not on this map, Jenny, but it's on the map online. Yeah, the pin is not on, on the screen this behind is, us. This is an old an old map, yeah. and I'll replace it. But, yeah, yeah you are, when, when somebody goes to the website, they're going to see you. Yeah. Uh, Michelle said, I have rotator. I had rotator cuff surgery five years ago. It was accepted through OWCP and is now closed. Now I'm facing rotator cuff surgery on both. Currently working on a CA2. This will be two claims or can that be done? Yeah, it's probably two claims. You know, you can, you have two shoulders and it's not automatic that you hurt both shoulders at the same time. So it's, 
it's not uncommon actually to have multiple claims. I know people with three or four claims, so don't sweat that. You just, you know, the way you file your, your injuries is based on facts, the truth. And so if the truth is it happened two different times or two different claims, that's perfectly fine. Todd Larnder said, I have a neck shoulder issue from my satchel and he filed a CA2. Yeah, because, you know, you're carrying that 35 pound satchel over your back or over your shoulder, sometimes two of those over, you know, a multi-year period. And that can wear you out. I can see it. Look, for those of you, again, that are new, uh, my partner, Joe, loves it when I say this. I'm not a doctor. But I have a healthcare background a little bit and, you know, 28 years. And so I know for sure that if you carry that thing on your on your shoulder for all those years, it can it can wear it out. But your doctor will know for sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. Donna McNabb, my rheumatologist told me I have osteoarthritis osteoarthritis on the top of osteoporosis in my back, hip, and hands. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, it does. But I I don't think osteoporosis is ever going to get covered. But OA, osteoarthritis can, for sure. I see it get covered all the time. Uh, Kat, if you just go on federalindustrycenters.com on the locations tab, you'll see the phone number for all offices. And the Greenville office is on there. Uh, Donna McNabb said, so even my limited duty is becoming very difficult to do. I just need to survive till the end of April to retire. What would be my chance of getting disability retirement on my injuries? So the problem is disability retirement runs out at the age of actual retirement. And, um, and I, I knew this, but I heard Eric Blowers uh, talking about it the other day, a couple of weeks ago when we were together. And he said, you know, if somebody's going to retire in just a few months, disability retirement is not going to work for them because it runs out at the point of retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chandra Boyer said she's a postal employee, had TRKR in March. Can I still file occupational disease claim? I don't, okay. I don't, we're not stumping the chump on this one. What is TRKR? Yeah. I know those are diagnoses or some procedures, but what are they? And then uh, tell me that, and then we'll get back to the, the answer. Essie Hall said, do the appeal has to be done by a board certified doctor? No. No, um, you can do a request for reconsideration and any medical doctor can write that report. It does not have to be a specialist. Uh, Donna McNabb said it was going twice a week, but had to cut it down to once a week because of the 240 miles. Yeah, you think? So that's a hell of a long drive. Let me tell you guys something. If you get the opportunity to, because I'll go ahead and repost it now that our partner Joe, who does all the sales, is back in. Is back on. Well, is finally now on Facebook. I can tag him. I'll do the post after. It'll be later tonight. If oh. you can get to somewhere, at least okay. No, let me let me rephrase what I'm saying. If it if it's a hundred miles plus that you are driving to get to one of our offices or any office, let me know. Like, put it down and let us know where you want a location. I will have, I know I keep telling you guys this over and over. We do it every so often. It's that, you know, Joe talks to a lot of other doctors and sometimes, you know, he just needs a list to go on. So I will be putting that out, uh, post tonight or tomorrow and get that over to him and tag him on there. So I'm sure Joe is on here. He, he watches either through Facebook or YouTube. So, um, no need to list locations here. Um, we'll, we'll make a post on that and get the locations up there. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, just real quick, uh-huh. you know, we were just in Utah and yes, those of you that know us know we go to Utah for fun as often as possible because it's God's country. And she went to school there at the only school that's called UU. Don't forget that she was a cheerleader there. That's a W for me. Um, but we went there like actually a really strong W like a, Big uppercase W that you were a cheerleader, college cheerleader. No, brother. College cheerleader. Um, college cheerleader. Anyway, so my point is not about college cheerleading. It's about the reason we are, but you were one. Okay, I'll get to it. Donna McNabb. No, hold on. So oh. I actually was making a point, but I got stuck on college cheerleader. Must be the guy in me. Um, so the thing is, is that we were there for strategic planning. Yes, with our team. And one of the things we came up with was a way to rapidly expand the company so we can get offices in more areas. <laughs> Kevin Andrews said, throw some cold <laughs> water on Chris. Yes. <laughs> it won't help. Um, yeah, but is how to expand. And so we've, we've got a plan to take our current franchisees and help them expand more rapidly. So the current doctors 
offices that are already trained, already trained, um, can spread through their friends. So we expect to have a, uh, a rapid expansion in the coming year to two, two years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Donna McNabb said, I'm retiring at 60, 62 because my body can't take it anymore. Well, you USPS employees, yeah, I, I can I totally imagine because a lot of you, when we hear some of you start at 18, 21, 22, and then when we find out you guys have been carrying mail for over 30, 35 plus years. Yeah, that's crazy. We went to a convention once where the lady, no joke, carrying mail still at 70, was it 72 years old? Yeah. We were like, wait, what? She didn't look 72 to begin with, but we were blown away. But she said she loved her job, but she was broken in a lot, a lot of places. Yeah. And we we met an NFL player uh, that said that he would never do a postal employee job. Mm -hmm. He's an he's a world class athlete. So no, they way. can't do that. Yeah. yeah, it's too much work. Uh, Donna said, my husband has to drive me because I can't drive. He yeah. has to miss work too. I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. We right, we have been tagging we've been talking about Chattanooga to Joe for quite some time. Yeah, just so you know, Chattanooga is on our radar. Wow. Dusty says, let's try for one in central Missouri. I drive 480 miles round trip. KC office is great, but exhausting drive. We understand we can only put doctors in and get them as fast as we possibly can if they want to do this. I'm going to be talking with Dr. Pearson tomorrow afternoon, and um, that's Kansas City. And I'll put a bug in her ear about opening up in the middle of the state. Yeah. Because we like our current franchisees to open new offices. And yes, Donna, we worry. I'm sorry. I mean, we know. Uh, Kat said, I have, I have no gone out on disability retirement form, the post office. Both of my wrists have osteoarthritis and carpal tunnel syndrome in both. Can I still file? Yes. If so, it will be a CA2? Yes. Is there a time limit on file for travel expenses? Okay, so there's no rule that I've seen, but I keep hearing people say that if it's more than a year, you can't file. I don't think so. Because I haven't read the rule enough. If I haven't read the rule, it probably doesn't exist. But my gut feeling is like you can, as soon as your claim's approved, just immediately do it. It won't be a year after the, the miles. It'll be a year after the claim's approved, if it's a year at all. Uh, Todd said, I filed for FMLA along with my CA2. There is a 12-week limit of FMLA annually. Is yeah. FMLA needed for an approved CA2 claim? No. When your claim's approved, then your agency is required to give you the time off that your doctor um, says you need off. We use FMLA only as a stopgap measure until your claim's approved to protect your job for that 120 days. He also said, does an approved claim automatically approve the job protection? Okay, that's a great question. When your claim is approved, your agency by law is required to make every effort to find limited duty for you. And if they can't find it, they have to put in writing why they couldn't and what they did to try to find it. And we did we did um on timeframes and whatnot um on an, on a video a couple months ago. So you can go back because they're all titled and we always keep all of our videos. Yeah. So you can go back and take a look on, on that just to watch that video. But when your claims approved, they're required to find limited duty or show why they couldn't find it. Um, but every, unfortunately, every craft has a time limit, like a one-year time limit, two-year time limit, and then they can remove you from your position. Right. So I recommend, just like I told all of our franchisees today, get everyone back to work as soon as possible. It's in your best interest to go to work. You know, we're not the company doctor. Okay. I will never. I would never be involved in a company that was a company of company doctors. Okay. I would never do that because I just believe that your agencies don't have your best interest, but I have your best interest. And it is my opinion that it is in your best interest to get back to work because then you can clock in. And when you clock in, they have to pay you. You don't have to jump through hoops to get paid. Um, and I mean that medically, like you have to be medically able, physically able to go back to work. But, um, you know, talk to your doctor about getting you back to work. What does it take to get me back to work? Mm -hmm. I want to go to work because I want to get paid. As long as you go back to work, they can't remove you. And so that's why it's so important to me. Like they can't remove you and they have to pay you and you don't have to jump through hoops to get paid. So if you're not working, tell your doctor, help me get back to work. If any of you guys see Emmy Pickett on here and she's answering your question, she is one of our case managers and she is giving you the correct information. And let me put it a different way. If Emmy said it, it's like I said it. Yeah. So Period. yes, 
So Chandra, what Emmy just told you is as, yes, as long as it's caused by work or work duties, you can file. Yeah. If Emmy says it, just imagine it in my voice. It's the same thing. Cuter and prettier. For sure. Yeah. Michelle said, I meant to ask more attitude too. <laughs> I meant to ask, could both shoulders be done on one claim or would it have to be two? Sorry. Thanks. It's USPS 33 years. Well, it's, yes. So it's not about have to, it's about what's right. If they're both the same, they're both the same. If they're not, they're not. What you have to do is go to your doctor and go, hey, you know, did these things happen at the same time? And if they did, they're on the same claim. Um, with the CA2, it's very likely you can put them on the same claim, but it's not a requirement that they are on the same claim. They are what they are. You know, in all things, whatever is true is what it is. They could be two claims or one claim. It depends on you. Um, Gail said, I have carpal tunnel surgery on both hands back in 2012 and 2013, actually four surgeries on the left case is now closed, but I'm having issues again. What do I need to do to get a case reopened again? And just before Chris answers that, we're letting you guys know, even if you have a closed claim or a denied claim, our offices can get them open. You know, okay, so she's right. It's That's not 100% because there's just some claims that cannot be reopened for various reasons. But in general, to get a claim reopened that was ever approved in the first place, which is the first thing they have to have been approved in the first place. Um, you need a letter of medical necessity from a doctor explaining why you need treatment again. It's, it's pretty simple. If you go to a federal injury centers, and I'm not saying you have to do that, but if you did, our doctors would just write this letter and e-comp it, and then we'd just be off and running. But that's what it takes. And I know Ron, Ron Speakman is also on. He's up, answering questions, and he actually knows a lot of this, too. Well, Ron's been because through Because he's it. been through it, like all of it. Heck and back. He's been through all of it. Whatever it is, Ron's been through all of it. And follow him on Fed Up. Go check out Fed Up, F E D U P. Go yep. check out Fed Up on Facebook. That's a podcast, folks. Yeah. Ron's got a podcast. Um, Donna, you said my office gives me grief every time I had to leave work early to go to Atlanta. Postmaster actually told me I needed to find one closer. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, I need to find one closer, but there's not one. So, Postmaster, get out of my business. The law says I have the right to initial selection of physician, and there's no. Um, mileage requirements for that law. And you can go wherever you want to go. Your caseworker that asked you that too? Well, I'm not going to say anything nasty. So the nurse case managers <laughs> very often uh, try to keep you from driving far away. And look, it's my belief yeah, yeah. that you not driving far is good. Like, I don't want you to drive 100 miles. I say that I want to have, I'm not just saying, this is the mission of federal injury centers. I want to have an office within range of every federal employee nationwide. Well, within range, is 50 miles because you get you get paid 50 miles each way. So our goal is to have at least one office within 50 miles of everyone. And that's a big, giant goal. But the, the, the sad fact is, if you're in Nebraska, Iowa, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, you don't have anybody within 50 miles. You don't have anybody in your state. And so your postmaster needs to get the hell out of the way and let you do what the law says. And you can choose your own doctor. You have the right to initial selection of position. And it's their job to tell you that that's your right. And if they don't know, show them a copy of the CA6, uh, <laughs> CA10. Yeah. Well, and the CA10 says you have a right to initial selection of position. And, you know, if your supervisor, postmaster, whoever, uh, thinks that you should go someplace closer, just tell them to do the work and find somebody that will take OWCP and get claims approved. Because if that person exists, I think you should go there too. Yes. You should go someplace close to you, even if it's not federal injury centers. That's where you should go. But tell your postmaster, if they don't have a good idea, get the hell out of the way. Donna says, I drive 600 miles round trip from St. Louis to Cordova, Tennessee, once a month for my CA-17. Wow. Well, Donna. Um, Eek. A friend of mine is uh, looking at starting in St. Louis, and I hope to have him in in the first quarter of next year. So um, hang in there, and, and thank you for, for hanging in there with us. That's D frustrating. Yeah. Dusty said, definitely try the Kansas City office. They are awesome. That's sweet. And, and Donna, you can change from Cordova to uh, Kansas City if it makes sense to you. You can always change. Or, you know, we have an office in Memphis. Well, that's the... That, that's the Cordova area? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Donna said Kansas City wasn't open when I started OWCP at the time. Yeah. Tennessee was the closest. Okay. All right. So 
All right, we're waiting for more questions. Um, okay. In the meantime, let me tell you where guys. We go, where, what do we have coming up? What do we have coming up? Doo -doo -doo -doo. Okay. Um, next Wednesday, we will be in Ocala for the day. That's we are Florida. Going to I, I know I should start saying the city and state. Some people don't know. Yeah, Ocala, Florida. Yep. Uh, we are going for uh, a BOP picnic. They invite us every year. And Bureau of Prisons. If we don't go, our friends are going to be sad. And those so BOP we, folks, those prison guards, they are insane in the best way. Let me tell you what. Two years ago, we were in Dallas. Where we were, we were at a BOP, the National Convention. And yeah. a guy volunteered to get tased. And while he was on his knees prepping for the lady to hit him with a taser, he said out loud, I love this shit. I'm like, wait a minute, you're about to get tased. But he was like 10 feet tall. He's a monster. I was like, yeah, but oh now gosh. this last BOP event that was in Dallas, there was a girl walking around. She was kind of pacing oh, yeah. around the taser table. They have a taser table. And um, she was pissed off that she wasn't going to get to get tased. Like, she wanted to be tased, but they didn't have, like, the release forms or something. She's like, this is shit. I want to get tased. Who she wants was so to get tased? Upset. It was so the, cute. <laughs> so don't hang out with prison guards unless you want to have the time of your life. And But also, they are, like, sweethearts because... Just imagine like the stuff they've got to deal with daily It's you couldn't even believe. Okay. If you're not in it, I hear the stories, but I'm not in it and it's still hard to believe. Right. But the things they have to go through and they still are so sweet and like you can just hang out with these guys and ladies and have the time of your life, but know that when they go to work, they go to work, they turn on something else. Like don't mess with them. And I, most of them look like linebackers. Yeah. I told you he was 10 feet tall. Yeah. I, it was so monsters. funny. Yeah. Because the ladies, they were sitting right next to us. And I actually asked, so if I wanted to get tased, which I, I think I would actually try it. Could I? Unfortunately, I'm not BOP. So I wasn't allowed to. Because I would have loved just, I know it's not that bad, but I would have just, I wanted to see what it would feel like. No. And I so couldn't. My son, Aaron, Aaron Diego Helms is on here. That's my, that's my son in Texas. And. He goes, volunteering to get tased? Yeah, yep. son, I know. I'm not doing it either. But Tiffany said, I've been oh, yeah, tased, Tiffany, and it's no fun. <laughs> Tiffany, why the hell were you tased? She used to be BOP. Oh, well, don't do that anymore. She doesn't have to. She said, it would blow your mind what makes us crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, it wouldn't blow my mind because I've heard the stories. But you can't believe, like, these inmates, many of them just don't care. And these these prison workers... If you guys can hear Gizmo, I apologize. Yeah, he's snoring. And if you guys have never seen Gizmo snore. Can you just like nudge him I so know. stop? You need to watch my videos. This dog, like, yes. he weighs like 10 pounds and he snores like a freaking 300 pound man. But if you guys saw the video I did post a couple weeks ago, he gave me the stinkiest look. Like, you just woke me up for what? Babe, Roger Smith said it. Roger Smith Jr. It feels like a hot tickle. No, sir. Hot tickle. No, sir. Nope. Nope. Not a hot tickle. I saw what happened to the guy when he got tased and it looked like he was being electrocuted. But see, for me, <laughs> though, I just find like, oh, that would be exciting. I'm always the one that wants to do this stuff. So, Ron, do not ask me the horse question again. No, sir. I'm not answering the horse question. <laughs> do not right. ask me the horse question. Let me get back to where we're going to be. All right. So, but we tried. Okay. We tried. We gave it the old college try, but no, we can't get a horse so claim approved in OWCP, Ron. Freaking Ron speaking. All right. Go check so that up. Next, again, so next Wednesday, if you are a part of BOP and Mr. Rios, Jose, we're going to be there. Um, yeah. We, we love going there, and I think Eric is going to be there as well. Wednesday, Eric Flowers. Wednesday the 18th. The 18th, so that's next Wednesday. Yeah. And then we come right back home to pack because we leave to... Brainville, South Carolina. What? What? We're doing a meet and greet. We are also. Uh, we'll be there two different days, right? We're there Thursday, the 19th and Friday, the 20th. If you guys haven't seen the flyer, I will post it up again after this chat. So oh. you could take a look to get registered and whatever. They're, they're having so much fun. I'm so excited to go because Friday is like sports day. And um, we get to dress up. So Chris will be doing some training Thursday and Friday. It will also be on Zoom. Now, this is not a training that we'd go out and do. It's not like a three-hour training. I'll, I'll spend like half an hour. Half an hour training. But 
but it'll be valuable stuff. The thing is, it's yep. sports theme, and last weekend Notre Dame and Dallas both lost in spectacular fashion. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Um, if it's football theme, I'm screwed. But I may go Texas Rangers. But um, I have to pause this. I'm pausing me, okay? I'm pausing both of us because um, our guy Robert, who's putting together all of our podcast material and putting out the cool videos that you're seeing. I say cool because I didn't put them out. Uh, Robert's awesome. Um, he told me to tell everyone tonight to do us a big favor and uh, write a review on the podcast on Apple and Spotify. So our podcast is live on Apple and Spotify. Everybody give yes. us a round of applause. <laughs> we've uh, What we've started with is reposting some uh, important Wednesday night chats that we've done as podcasts. So now you can go on Apple and Spotify and you can download the Breaking OWCP podcast with Chris and Jeannie. And you can listen to it while you're working because your work is not boring enough. Now you can listen to Chris talk while you're driving. Don't fall asleep. Please don't fall asleep when you're driving. But download the Breaking OWCP podcast on uh, Apple and Spotify. And be sure you listen this Friday because the uh, the next episode will drop Friday. And pretty soon we're actually going to start recording live episodes. Uh, if we can ever just be home for like two days in a row, we'll, we'll do that. Uh, but I want to thank... Uh, our boy Robert for posting all this stuff and getting yes. it all going. He's posting all these these uh, reels on Facebook and Instagram, and he's posting uh, the uh, reposting. Thanks. The important Wrong. podcast that we're doing. So Robert uh, is doing a freaking great job. So go watch the uh, and subscribe. If you don't hit the subscribe button, I don't do there. So uh, hit the subscribe button to Breaking OWCP on Apple and Spotify. Yeah, we're really excited that we finally got this thing off the ground. And it's thanks to being involved with Black Diamond Club. Uh, Robert works with them. They are the premier practice management group in the known universe. And uh, we're involved with them uh, in a big way. And uh, Robert's one of the guys over there. And uh, he was nice enough to give us his time uh, and help us get this thing rolling because I just haven't had the time. So go check out the Breaking OWCP podcast on Apple and uh, Spotify. Yeah, Mr. Smith. Yes. <clears throat> It's actually the 19th and 20th um, that and if you're the 19th and 20th is Greenville, South Carolina's little open house meet and greet on the 18th is the Ocala BOP picnic. And yes, with Eric Blowers, because he always goes to the BOP stuff. Yeah. So we're going to be in Ocala Wednesday and then just immediately turn around and fly into Greenville, South Carolina and be there yeah. until Saturday morning. OK, so is, Kat, is that right? Saturday morning. Friday we, we, night. we come home Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, Kat said, having a hard time getting a correct impairment rating for my proven nerve damage to my lower extremities. A knee replacement and incisional hernia repair all accepted under the same claim. Any suggestions? Read it again. I'm wrapping my head around it. Having a hard time getting a correct impairment rating for my proven nerve damage to my lower extremities. A knee replacement and incisional hernia repair all accepted under the same claim. Any suggestions? Yeah, uh, call Eric Blowers. Yeah, just message me. Anybody have an impairment question um, for a schedule award? Yeah. Um, OPM disability or retirement disability? Just message me after, and I'll get those over to Eric Blowers in the AM. And look, we don't like to. Ref we love the lawyers that we're friends with, but we don't like making referrals to lawyers because it's the one thing that's not free. But in your case, I think you need to talk to him at least have a conversation uh, with somebody at Eric's firm. Yes. And they'll have that conversation for free. So yeah. don't feel pressure. But that's where you're going to get the best information. And that's why you come to Wednesday Night Chats because Wednesday Night OWCP Chats with Chris and Jeannie. That's uh, why you come here because we will get you to the right person. Yeah. Uh, Dusty said, does my WIC, WEC, review have to be done from the physician that I use? This is regarding my occupational claim, not my traumatic claim. I mean, ideally, it'd be by your treating physician. But... Um, Technically, it can be any qualified position, which would be an MD or a DO. Mm. I don't recommend changing doctors if you don't have to, though. Tiffany, I know you're saying that it's not great to get tased, but I'm like a daredevil and Chris knows that. I would just do it just for the experience. I know I'll probably die for the first three minutes or I seconds. I'm not tasing my wife, so don't I will do it. I will be doing it. Tase yourself. We'll see. I'm going to video that one. Yeah. I, see, that's what I want. That's going to be the viral video of a lifetime. So BOP next year at the next convention. She's going to tase herself. I'm going to I'm going to ask. I'm going to volunteer no, and I will be ready. No, I'm serious. I can't watch that. You, I'll have Eric record me. 
Serena says, I have to see a claims examiner for my work restrictions. Apparently, USPS doesn't like the fact that I can only stand one hour, no driving, zero pounds lifting. Can a claims examiner lift all of my restrictions? No. Period. Only a doctor can lift restrictions. Now, they can send you a second opinion doctor who can uh, not review anything, not look at you, not talk to you more than five minutes and render an, an opinion. Um, but they have to send it to another doctor. A claims examiner cannot make medical decisions. Um. All right. That's all, folks. Just kidding. Don't hang up yet. Don't hang up like we're on the phone. Don't hang up yet. We're not done yet. Donna McNabb says, when you say you shouldn't take disability retirement if you're about to retire, would it be worth it since I'm just 62? Huh. Okay, so great question. You're asking a question that's really just personal to you. Would it be worth it? Maybe. Um, the thing is, there's a process. When you apply for federal OPM disability, it doesn't happen overnight. And I believe that the reason Eric was telling me that if someone's real close to retirement, it may not be worth it. It might be because of the time it takes to process the whole thing, that by the time you get to the finish line, it might be retirement time. So in that case, I still recommend talking to Eric Blowers about that because he will have a better feel for what it will take to get you to the finish line from where you are right now and how much time of federal disability you'll have at that point. Yeah. Again, if you need more questions, Get me your name and number and um, send it over after we're done with the chats and I will pass it on to Eric tomorrow. And those of you that are new here, um, I just want to reiterate, we're not here promoting lawyers. We love Eric. He's a friend of ours, but we're not promoting lawyers. Uh, we're not promoting federal injury centers. You can go to any doctor you want. Okay. I'm the president of federal injury centers and we do this thing, but you can go anywhere. Um, we're not here promoting that stuff. If you decide to go to our offices, that's on you. It's totally your call. We have these offices because you have a need. Yes. And so we are answering the need. So if you have a need for an attorney, well, we know two attorneys that we will give you. I mean, we know quite a few, but, but whatever is convenient. That's there's, we, there's two that we really yeah. prefer more than the rest because we just think they're pit bulls. But um, <laughs> you're not required to do any of that. You can come here and ignore the word, the words Eric Blowers and the words federal injury centers. That's fine. We're still going to teach you what we have to teach. Yeah. And just to let you know, a lot of you guys, when you when you do send me messages asking for a referral from an attorney, you'll always say, oh, my God, but they're they're charging me. Well, they don't do this for free. Yeah. They're not like can't. they're not our offices where we don't take any payments from anybody. Yeah. They're just. Well, let me, let me explain do. that. So the law doesn't allow lawyers to take a uh, percentage. They're not allowed to. So they have to charge you. But at federal injury centers, OWCP allows us to bill OWCP. We can just bill the government. And so that's what we do. We never charge you. If we do a bad job, we never get the claim approved. Then we work for free. That's how it goes. But lawyers aren't allowed to do that. They can't just take a percentage on the back end. Um, the laws don't don't permit that. Uh, Chandra said, I was just approved this week for my left knee. Been going to physical therapy for the last three weeks in Baltimore FIC. All awesome. Right. One of Tim's offices. With an approved claim. I have been using my lunch break. Can I now go to therapy on the clock instead of my lunch break? You yes. can. So in order to do that, um, you can spend up to four, up to four hours of your work shift um, on LWAP at the doctor. You can do that. But when you're off work going to the doctor, now you got to jump through hoops because you have to fill out a CA-7, a CA-7A. You've got to attach documentation. So it's not, you don't automatically get paid usually. Um, so I just want you to be aware of that. The downside of going to the doctor during your work shift is you have to do some work to get paid. Correct. And and I just think it's important that your eyes are wide open on the whole deal. Um, we will allow you to come in anytime we're open. But for you to get paid to be off the clock, there's some there's some hoops to jump through. Those aren't impossible. Okay, we jump through the hoops all the time. We'll help you. I just want you to know that it, you won't automatically get paid. I think that's just important for you to know. Um, Kathy, I don't know if you're talking about federal injury centers, but you said Fed Injury Center Resource called me today and confirmed I deserve a schedule award for a TBI that fully disabled me. She plans to work with me. Who was that? Because I don't know anybody at federal injury centers that would have expertise with a TBI. Yeah. And, and I want to make sure you're not getting scammed. And I want to make sure that it's whoever Fed Injury Center, if it's not federal injury center, is somebody from our office. Uh, portal, uh, Maria said, um, 
Maria Portal. I Maria know. Portal. Yeah. Check your restrictions before leaving doctor's office. A friend had a five pound restriction and paperwork said 50 pounds. Absolutely. You should be checking everything before you leave any of your offices. So, Maria, what you just did was you tried to insert common sense. And I appreciate that. You should always read your own forms, read your letters, read your forms, whatever the doctor writes, read it. The doctors are not gods. Okay. Don't, don't revere them so much that you don't read the information they write. They can make mistakes too. They're human. Yeah. Uh, Kat said, if the one-year window for a reconsideration has passed, do you get a chance of getting a denial approved? Well, there's always a chance. A chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. But if the one-year passed, I'm not liking your odds, but there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. It's low. No, I mean, I don't want to play around with this. Look, the, the truth is you have 12 months to do reconsideration from the denial date. 12 months and one minute. And they're probably not going to allow it. That's bottom line. Kathy said, without it costing me. Okay, so let me explain something to you guys. When you go to any of our office, federal injury centers. It's always free. It's always free. And a lot of our doctors, not in every location, has a group of specialists that they do work with from MRI facilities, uh, orthopedic surgeons, spine surgeons, neurologists, etc. Yeah. And... They've come to an agreement not to charge you out of pocket, but bill under OWCP. And again, this is not for every location. They are working on it. Yeah, we're working everywhere. But just to let you know that if you're in Iowa, we don't have a doctor. We will definitely help you. We will tell you how to get, try to get your claim approved as close as possible. But I mean, even some of our doctors don't have a group of specialists that they're working with. And that's going to be something that they're working on. Um, but yeah, you won't get charged for anything at our office or some of the offices who works with specialists. Uh, Tim said it's his office. We oh. have Dr. Griffin as our schedule award expert. Okay. So, okay. Awesome. Uh, Dr. Griffin and I used to work together in Texas. I trust her completely. So you go with whatever she tells you to do. Yeah. Um, okay. So again, we are, we are here at nine o'clock. So don't forget next Wednesday, those of you that are at the BOP, and I know some of you guys watch. We will be there hanging out with you guys next Wednesday at your picnic. Can't hardly wait. And what else? And then we are on a plane at 7 a.m. to get into Greenville, South Carolina. So we will be doing the training on the 19th. 7 a.m.? Okay. See, when uh, we went to Utah, he didn't even sleep in the bed. He decided to sleep on the couch because he was so excited. I didn't want to oversleep. He got one hour of sleep. And Can't oversleep sleeping on the couch. Sleeping on the couch. That's a nap. He had to get up at 3.30 and he didn't. he didn't even bark or cringe at that but we got to go to south carolina officially i never bark i don't bark i don't Whatever. bark i don't but for south carolina you are getting bark. up eat at 4 a.m to get on that flight too bad Wait, so we will be in office and um i know that the office wendy and uh beth. mrs beth mills um, they are going to be doing this on Zoom too. So right after this, I will go ahead and uh, pin the poster, the post of theirs. And we're going to have the time of our lives. I'm so excited to be there. When we were all in Clearwater together, Beth and Wendy were like the most fired up, and which gets me super fired up too. So I'm really looking forward to being there and just being around everyone. That's going to be a nice thing. Cat. Um, I'm sorry that we won't get to see you and you won't get to be here, but I will make sure that Wendy gives you a little something, something. Let's um, get, let's be sure she has a zoom link so we can see her face. Yeah, face. if you can, but, um, I will leave you a little present, especially for you. Um, when we are there. Sounds fun to me. I want a present. Um, and then somebody asked me the comment already passed. Where do you message me? So once this chat is done. There's the messenger, just like your regular Facebook messenger. Yeah. Click the messenger and go on there. And um, like I said, again, if you have an OPM disability question, third party accident, schedule award or retirement, I just take that and I pass it on to Eric Blowers or um, what's her name? Deborah. Deborah Hauser in Texas. Those are our two top dogs. Yep. Yeah. Emmy, thanks for being on tonight, answering questions. Everyone, mm -hmm. give a give a bunch of hearts to Emmy. Uh, Emmy Pickett is our uh, case manager, trainer. She is the reason these offices are able to get claims accepted. Yes. When Emmy answers your question. It's the real deal. It is the word. 
I so, listen to what they say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I listen to what she says. Sometimes I'm like, hey, Jennifer Emmy, uh, where am I going wrong on this? And they always know where I went wrong, which is really frustrating to me. And, well, and thank you to Tim again for being yeah. on tonight. Uh, if you got here late, go watch the replay. Uh, Tim Vanderman has uh, seven, eight offices in D.C., Virginia, Maryland. And um, he was on tonight talking about his experience with his 287 approved claims or whatever it was, something, some just beautiful number uh, and counting. So um, everyone go check out Tim and thank you, Tim, for being here tonight. Uh, we got, when are you showing up near Connecticut? So the only closest office, I mean, I know it's either New York, and yeah. Manhattan or Boston, uh, you know, Norwood or, or um, Quincy. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. So those are the only ones that we have right now. So um, For, did she say love use? I love use too, Emmy. That's so funny. That reminded me of Rocky. He always said use. Yeah, that's true. Rocky Balboa. All right. So we won't be on next Wednesday again because we're going to be in Ocala, Florida for the BOP picnic. And they throw down an awesome I'm hoping picnic. somebody gets tased. <laughs> you and should it's not, volunteer and I, then. <laughs> and I'm hoping it's not me. I don't want to get tased. Look, I'm not that guy. If you see a recording that Chris posts, it's about me. <laughs> you will never see a video anywhere online of me volunteering to get tased. If I got tased, I did something wrong and I was running from the cops and I earned it. So this, I will never, ever volunteer to get tased. This would be cool. Me, because I, I definitely said I want to go parachuting for my 50th birthday. That's something I want to do. It would be cool if I got tased as I'm jumping out of the plane. <laughs> Paratasing? Yeah. She she leaves the plane like this. Uh, yeah, because I'm going to be floating for a while. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Thank you so, Maria, so much. Maria Portal says she goes to Norwood. Yeah, she, she does. Her. Yeah. Um, Dr. Dorfman, you finally got on at the last minute. Welcome to the party. We're ending it now. Thanks but for jumping I did, on. <laughs> thanks for jumping on. I did tell everybody earlier, uh, Doc, that you just got a claim approved that was eight years old. That's incredible. So everyone. Uh, Whatever the hearts are, give them to Dr. Dorfman, too. He got an eight-year-old claim approved. That thing had been denied for eight years, and Dr. Dorfman got it approved today. That is incredible. I'm telling you, there's something about eight, because we've had several people that had claims denied for eight years that we got approved. Such a such a beautiful thing to be able to help somebody and change their life. Yeah, so if you Thank guys, you, Dr. Dorfman. If you guys uh, caught the last live that we did, it was with Victor. He is with APWU. And he's a steward and all of these little titles that come after him. We that should was knight really him. Good. He should be knighted Sir Victor. Sir Victor Sanchez. Yes. And um, don't blow him up, though. Because I mean, even though he knows a lot. Call him at 2 a.m. He's going to kill somebody. Her. With no. a taser. Yeah. And um, we also, well, we just got involved. We will be in California soon. <clears throat> Our camera's going to die. Um, with TSA in California. Thank you to Bobby. And all the guys up there. So we have a lot of stuff coming. We normally end the year by November, but this year we're going and we're starting early next year for all of those presidents and locals that are there. Um, don't forget, if you still want us to come to your convention, please email me. It is a two to three hour convention um, training and uh, we bring gifts and what else? That's it. Because our, Sign yeah, email our camera me. just gave us a notice. It's trying to die. Oh. Robert, I got to get you here and you got to fix my situation. Womp, my womp, camera cannot womp. be dying when I'm using it. But yeah, we got this notification that your camera's battery is dying. It's plugged in. What the hell? No, what the heck? What the hell? So if you're in Salt Lake, don't play that. Um, We will see you guys on the 28th. Uh, we will have another guest office on here. So see you guys and see those of you in Ocala and Greenville, South Carolina. Bye, everybody. Have